Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. Here's an example that shows some of us might be rushing the coronavirus vaccine just a bit too quickly to completion. Researchers in Britain getting ready to start a study to see how well a proposed coronavirus vaccine will work by giving it to healthy people between the ages of 18 and 30 who have no prior history of COVID-19 and are no and, and are known to have no risk factors to see what happens. There is one thing they'll have to do as well, and that is get coronavirus. Yes, the scientists are planning to first inoculate the test subjects with the vaccine and then deliberately expose them to live virus, big old drink of COVID, to see if it works. Proponents say it will greatly speed up vaccine development, but others are saying, hold on there just a second. There's certain ethical issues, and perhaps we could just send them up the bread aisle at Walmart when it's full of coughing people, which seems to be, I don't know, all the damn time. (laughs) I'm not that brave, Cliff. Uh, Go the other way. If I was in that age group, there is no way I would willingly yeah. do that. You may yeah. have to hunt me down and stab me with the <laughs> virus. <laughs> Cliff, I read this morning, this is mm-hmm. kind of scary. A new study says that SAT mm-hmm. scores are at their lowest level in the past 40 years. <laughs> really? Wow. That's kind of scary, actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. SAT scores that low. And I don't think that bodes well for the... Uh, Young generation, Cliff. You don't think so? Well, they can't all be DJs. <laughs> there's just not enough DJ work around, Cliff. I mean, you got a point there. I mean, there's a limited uh, supply of jobs. And you know, by the law of supply and demand, if there's, um, well, if there's more people competing for the same number of jobs, the prices will go down. That means all of us will get paid less. <laughs> is that possible? I don't know. Let me get my calculator out and see if that is actually possible. If there are lower numbers on the calculator that I've never seen before, Cliff. Let me <laughs> study hard. That's what we're trying to say. You, That's right. You don't want to be getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning no, talking to yourself every morning. Yep, that's pretty well it. We, the cool thing about the human body is that we still don't know entirely how it works. Scientists continue to find things new about how our bodies work, and no, not all of them have to come from the Morning Roadshow Department of Just in Time for Breakfast. Although this study by researchers in the Netherlands passed by those folks on the way to the newsroom. Scientists at the Netherlands Cancer Center say they found a new set of salivary glands in the throat that doctors never knew existed. Salivary glands are, of course, generate saliva, something that our mouth can't live without. But the researchers believe the newly discovered glands lubricate a portion of the throat in a way not before known. What's odd is what those scientists were testing for when they found the new salivary glands, especially before you know the rest of the story. Because the the scientists found the new organ in the throat while they were looking for prostate cancer. And before you think, don't you think they were looking for prostate cancer a bit aggressively? They actually found the thing in the throat while doing a radioactive medicine test for cancer, which seemed to have similar cells to those salivary glands. I was going to say, Cliff, that's a really <laughs> short person. If, <laughs> if those glands and that gland are that close together, you, 
Woo! They don't call you Stretch, I'll say that. <laughs> yep. Once again, it's the guy from Petersburg, Indiana. And it seems like every time I call that Phil McCracken must be hacking the phone lines because for some reason I'm trying so hard to become famous on Country 98.1. And it's like I'm not meant to be known. Phil McCracken, please stop hacking the phone line. Hang up and leave us alone. Okay, all right. <laughs> I think the problem what? on this one, Cliff, yeah. besides calling out Mr. McCracken, yeah. I don't believe he left his name. Yeah, it's not uh, that the uh, phone system dropped his name out of the call. He just forgot to tell us who it was. Yes, and I recognize the voice, uh, but we still don't know who that is. <laughs> And let's not get Phil stirred up this morning, okay? Oh, my goodness. Yes. Oh, good Lord. He was crazy yesterday. So uh, hopefully that uh, listener, Cliff, hurt himself, <laughs> realizes the uh, mistake that was made, and will call back oh. without calling out. Phil, and, and, and just let us once again reiterate, you cannot get radio famous on Country 98.1. No, that is not. Because that doesn't happen to us. It won't happen to you either. It's ha not happened in many, many years. I think Max was the last. Uh, I think you're right, I actually. Think yeah. Max Armstrong is the last famous person there. Yeah. So, Cliff, that brings up a question real quickly just to okay. ponder and think about. I yeah. wonder if uh, Phil McCracken from Ireland, Indiana, yeah. is married. Surely there's no way this guy has a wife, does he, Cliff, the way he talks and acts? Well, if you had to guess. Uh, my guess would be no. I mean,. If you think about the whole package of Phil McCracken, not only is he, I don't know, a smart ass, um, he's also, you know, a dude in a small town in southwest Indiana who runs around in a skirt all day. So that tends to, you know, yeah. drive the ladies away, I would that's, think. Yeah, that's not, not uh, definitely something you want to see in a, you know, in a dude if you're <laughs> looking for a mate. Well, Cliff, I weighed in and you weighed in on Phil McCracken, whether he was married or not. And, yeah. Our wonderful 11 listeners have been texting like crazy, and pretty well the <laughs> consensus is he's uh -huh. not. He's not. He's a single man. But yeah. then we got this mm -hmm. message from Phil McCracken himself, Cliff, and he's going to answer okay. that question for all of us. Okay. Phil McCracken here. A lot of questions come around about if old Phil McCracken's married or not. You know, my wife, Pat, Pat McCracken, uh, she's a very hardy woman, good Irish woman. Hey, she's got enough hair on her back to weave an Navajo rug. Uh, she's tough. <laughs> Don't know if that's a quality you look for in a mate. <laughs> She's got enough hair on her back to weave a Navajo rug. Yes, I don't. I don't know, Cliff. If I mean finding someone is uh, to me. I mean, this might not be uh, what most people think. I find it kind of like going to a car lot and you know picking out a model that you like and they like you and the yeah. different options. And you don't yeah. ever want to lead with a hairy back. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, That's not no. your lead. I mean, I, I, I can't say that it would. Yeah. No. You're right. Guy oh. or girl. I mean, no, that's not right. the no. option you want to, uh, you yeah. know, put out there, first of all. You might want to yeah. lay low on that, but Phil's kind of <laughs> proud of that. We don't know about you, but most every restaurant door I have passed has had posted nearby the hours of operation. And seeing as how I consider myself to be a fairly considerate person, I do try to make sure I'm out of there before closing time. Not so much, though, for a man named Justin Young, who was arrested near Scottsdale, Arizona, Sunday night. And in raising a ruckus when being asked to leave the eatery at closing time presented 
probably one of the top five things you would never do if you have a warrant out for your arrest. Investigators say Young refused to leave when told to do so, yelling at employees who just wanted to clean up and go home. And yes, he did finally make his way to the exit, but when he got there, he dropped his pants and urinated all over the front door. And that's going to get you sent to jail on charges of indecent exposure and disorderly conduct. There is no place that good, Cliff, that I want to do that. <laughs> or that bad that I want to do that. There's just either way. You know, I mean, everyone has an opinion about one thing or another. And, you know, sometimes people care about your opinion and sometimes people don't. But in no case should that opinion be expressed by dropping your pants and irritating on the front door. No, no opinion is worth that. If the yeah. gentlemen who work in the shop at Purdue Farms in Washington, Indiana. I'm talking yeah. to you, Tony, Jason, and Sean. Wow. Yes. We don't normally call out people like that. Uh, we're calling them out today. Tony, okay. Jason, and Sean at Purdue Farms yeah. in Washington. Okay. If by any chance, you yeah. know, you guys could pool your resources mm. and possibly send a little package of Reese's and Butterfingers, our two contestants at the end, you know, just so we'll have something to remember this fabulous contest by here at Country yeah. 98.1. You know, they could put a little package together, throw it in the mail yeah. at 1900 so, West Broadway. So you're asking now people to mail us candy. I, yes, I am. <laughs> just three <laughs> people. Just, just three just, people. You're calling out those folks yes. to mail candy. Yes. So uh, if anybody's listening in Washington and uh, they know Tony, mm -hmm. Jason, and Sean, yeah. Yep. You get on them right now so that they'll send in a package. As you well know, Cliff, I love sports, yep. especially baseball. And, of course, yes. the World Series is like my highlight of the year. And there hasn't been many this year for any of us. <laughs> no. And so last night, you know, as normal, I got to watch like two whole innings of the World Series before I had to go to bed. Right. <laughs> and you know and I know and anybody that follows any sports know there's always some big scandal about drugs. Baseball, it was steroids. Football had a steroid problem and mm -hmm. everybody pointing fingers and saying, you know, well, that's not really you performing. That's the stuff you're taking. It changes the yes. way you look. It changes the way you perform. Now tennis is rolling around and they've got a big drug scandal that's brewing in the oh, background. Really? Oh, yes. Okay. And so I've yeah. got a stupid question for you, Cliff. Perhaps you can help okay. me. If sure. these things, these products, these athletes are supposedly using, yeah. changes their looks and how they perform, Yes. if they're not going to be allowed in sports, how come beauty contests let people wear makeup? That changes the way you look. <laughs> Is that not true? I mean, it's a, I mean, I, yeah. I, mean, I suppose that's true. If you was going to have a beauty contest, why don't you just yeah. come out like you are? Because it kind of increases your performance wouldn't you say it's to some degree well yeah i mean i i, I gotta tell you i'm no i'm no expert on, on no, no. pageants so i can't really weigh in on all of the things that the judges are looking for but you know there is still a swimsuit competition well and you know from what little <laughs> information you know about pageants yeah yeah if i'm in a pageant <laughs> Which is pretty scary to think about. And the name of it is a beauty <laughs> contest. Yeah. Do you really think, Cliff, this yeah. face is going to win a contest without a lot of help? No, it's going to take a lot of help. Yes. And probably some alcohol on behalf of the judges. <laughs> They're going to be rubbing all kinds of substances on me to try to make me look better. <laughs> it's 840 on the Morning Road Show. That's the new one from Luke Combs. And 
Well, Cliff, I'm not sure that's even our candy contest that uh, is posted at Weed and Cliff right now because we've already got people voting on it, and that's so unlike any contest we ever have. That never happens. It never happens. <laughs> and I feel a little bad this morning, Cliff, a little sad, actually, yeah. for our listener in Petersburg oh, really? who uh, has oh, been trying who, to get on here so badly. That's right, and he wants to be uh, radio famous, uh, but we still don't know his name. No. We've had some phone issues the first couple of times. This morning mm-hmm. he called back all excited. I was ready to find out who this person is. Yeah. And in his excitement, he forgot to tell us his name, <laughs> just where he was from. Yeah. In Petersburg. In Petersburg. And I've been looking at our Anytime Line voice message system, Cliff, constantly this morning, seeing yeah. if he would call back and call finally, back. Yes. finally let us know who this is. Okay. And I was going to kind of... You know, let it just kind of slide. But, yeah. you know, there's always somebody that won't let things go. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Top of the morning, dear Phil McCracken. Uh, not hijacking your phone lines, uh, but uh, when I called in and said, hey, Mr. No Name, I don't know if you realize this or not, but at the beginning of my message, I always say my name, Phil McCracken. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> that was a little bit mean-spirited, I'll have I to mean, say, Cliff. Well, just a touch. It's a little snarly, I would say. Yeah. A little snarly. I'm sure Phil yeah. is a really nice guy. I'm I'm going to tell you this, Cliff. I'm going to throw okay. down the gauntlet this morning. Oh, no. I know yeah. a lot of people have been complaining about Phil. You've seen the text messages come in and his attitude. Yes. I yeah. really want to mm-hmm. challenge Phil to call in the Anytime line and leave us a nice message. Just one nice message. <laughs> That's it. Just one. Yes, it may take a little while for him to make that call, but... Whatever yeah. he wants to talk about, mm. as long as it's something nice, okay? okay? Phil, if you're listening, at any time, well, we don't need to tell him that number. He's got it down pat. That's exactly right. That's a nice feel-good song right there, I think. Josh Turner, and it's right. all over me. Yeah. Well, Cliff, are you ready for this? I'm ready. I mean, we played the feel-good song. We all kind of in a little better mood now. I think so, too. And it will be the... Um, what do you say, the cherry on the top, to get a nice call from Phil McCracken. Here he is. Top of the morning, Phil McCracken. I just wanted to get an early jump on Thanksgiving this year and tell you what I'm thankful for. First, I'm thankful that I have a good Irish name like Phil McCracken. I'm looking right at you, Mr. No-Name Mick Petersburg. I'm thankful that I've never had to witness Nick from Otwell in Flo's underwear or Ralph in his trucker high heels. And let's not forget our messy little friend over there in Mount Carmel, Mr. Oh, how can I put this gently? Mr. Brown Streak? Yeah, I'm thankful for these lads that I hear calling in on 98.1. But most of all, I'm thankful I haven't met any of these. What's the Irish word I'm looking for? Oh, I got it. Jackings. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. That was supposed to be nice. Yes. What happened? <laughs> happened i don't know what happened there i tell you something's going on over there at his house cliff i'm thinking uh floss underwear was probably uncalled for yeah mr yeah. brown streak was really yeah. uncalled for i think and R- ralph and his trucker high heels and called for it. yeah a very i would hate to hear yeah. i would hate to hear what he says whenever he's in a bad mood but, <laughs> well cliff i um i don't know how this product lasted 57 years because um well, I've had it before. I've got a friend who mm-hmm. used to drink, and I'm not kidding you, about 24 of these tabs every single day. 
Wow. Yes, but uh, Coca-Cola mm. is going to retire Tab after that 57-year run. I would rather chew yeah. aspirins and aluminum foil at the same time <laughs> than to drink a Tab. That's how bad I think they taste. <laughs> I'm serious. I'm not kidding you. <laughs> I would rather do that. If you said you want a tab or you want a couple of aspirins and some aluminum yeah. foil, I'm Mercy. reaching for that. Have wow. you ever had one of those things? It's been a long time. But, you know, basically they came out with Diet Pepsi and that kind of, you know. Yeah, and Diet Coke. You didn't, re- you didn't really need tab anymore because you had diet versions of the actual real colas. So. Do you remember, Cliff, and the, uh, I think it was the early to maybe mid-80s. I could be a little bit wrong. It might have been earlier than that. But yeah. that, um, and they've had a lot of products they came out with and thought they was going to be great, and they didn't work. Do you remember the one that came out called Runny Delight? <laughs> no, I don't. It actually. was horrible. Yeah. I mean, the name says it all. You don't mm. want there was something in there in the sweetener that just yeah. really upset my stomach on that thing, Cliff. And it's like, this thing is aptly named. It's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. We could use this. <laughs> Assuming, of course, it's good. Well, it's just got the word mulligan in it, and I just feel like oh, that's what we need, okay. Cliff. A we, mulligan. We use a mulligan, yeah. Yes. A mulligan became a do-over in golf yeah. because a guy named David Mulligan from Montreal, Canada, back in the 1920s, was out playing with friends, hit a bad shot, and told all of them, I'm doing it again, and we're not counting that shot. (laughs) (laughs) So his friends started calling that move, taking a mulligan. A mulligan. And that's how it all got started, Cliff. Because, you know, whenever you go play golf anywhere, there's always a sign of, announcing the course rules on the first tee and usually printed on the scorecard. There always is a rule that says no mulligans. <laughs> it's a universal thing. But yet, if you're playing golf recreationally, most everyone does it anyway. <laughs> Sometimes more than once in a at, nine-hole game. At, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, all of that, you can take straight to the bank. Well, Cliff, before we get yes. out of here... Yeah. We might as well take the punishment, too, you and I. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Yeah, Phil McCracken, are you trying to contest the final two uh, We're down to it? Is that how many listeners are actually playing the game? Okay. <laughs> I see his point there, Cliff. That yeah. Not many, but there are more than two that have actually played the game. Yeah. And you're my witness to that, right? Agreed. Yes. So go to weedandcliff.com, oh, down my. to the final two. Cliff will announce the winner Friday in this you know? exciting contest after the 9 yeah. o'clock AP News. Exciting. Yes. Uh-huh. Well, it yeah. is if the boys up in Washington, Indiana do what we asked. Well, it's exciting for us because they're going to send us candy. Well, I hope they send us candy. <laughs> <laughs> Cliff, anything said today? Praises of the day start with number three. She's got enough hair on her back to weave a Navajo rug. And that might explain why Phil McCracken is so grumpy. That's a good point. I never thought of that. It might, might be. Number two, looking for prostate cancer a bit too aggressively. <laughs> oh, yeah. When they, say, when they say look harder, that's not what they're talking about. No, no. Use your eyes. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, I would hate to hear what he says 
when he's in a bad mood. <laughs> Mercy. Yeah, we're not we're not even going to play that one, Cliff. Yeah, no. No yeah. way. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.